Diggity by Eddie Bojangles. He's always sending in some bangers, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got your new mom glasses. <laughs> I forgot. You forgot. Them leave them on. Leave them on. I like them now. Now I'm used to them. When you turn 40, your vision gets bad. I need my dad glasses. Where I left them. Where are your dad? They're visions. upstairs. Yeah, I need them now. I can't read all this copy. Got a bunch of stuff coming up, Gene. You want to go, go first? Want to do your dates? Oh yeah, okay. I'll tr- I'll go. February second and third, Shark Lake Titties, Puta, Wise Guys Comedy Club. Tickets are really rolling on that, you guys. So I, if you're gonna go, go now because listen, mom's pregnant. I ain't adding shows. You know what I'm saying? There ain't gonna be no Sunday night. There ain't gonna be no third show Saturday because I'm too fucking tired. Oh, fuck that noise. February 23rd, Calusa Casino, Calusa, California. One show, one night only. March 30th and 31st, Portland, Oregon, at the Herium uh, Comedy Club. Should be fun. Check it out, Christina P. Online for tickets. Thank you. I love you. That's what's up. And I'm adding some stuff too. Um, we know. It's coming. I'm at the Ice House. Um, oh, that was, that's a nice February 2nd and 3rd. It's sold out. I'm in oh. Des Moines. <laughs> February 8, 9, and 10. It's sold out. Oh. I am in Lexington, Kentucky. Comedy off Broadway, March uh, 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Uh, I just this morning added Columbus, Ohio. Oh, that's a wonderful place. I oh, like H. I'm coming to the Funny Bone in Columbus, Ohio, March 22nd through 24th. Um, then I'm going to Shark Lake Titties in um, in April. How lucky they're getting they're getting both of us. And uh, let's see, uh, Melbourne, Australia, April 27th is sold out. Ooh. There are a few tickets available for Sydney. I believe Brisbane is sold out. Perth might be as well. Uh. It's May 1st. That's in Australia. And then Spokane. I'm uh, sorry, where? Spokane. No. Spokane. Sperm can. Sperm can. Washington. That's in the state of Washington here on the West Coast. I'm coming May 17, 18, 19. It's all very exciting. Uh, go to TomSegura.com slash tour. TomSegura.com slash tour to get your tickets. They're moving, man. They are cruising. Thank you very much for everybody that has uh, purchased a ticket to come see me do a show near you. Gene, this episode of Your Mom's House is brought to you by Squarespace. Are you really in the world with us today without a website? Mm. How do you do? Uh, <laughs> that's your that's your website talking. That's, my web- that's your Squarespace <laughs> that's talking. That's my website Come talking on. to me right now. Anybody who is participating uh, in life, if you are oh. an artist and you want people to see your work, if you are a writer and you want people to see your work, if you are creating a product that you want to sell, if you're trying to promote yourself, if you're, I don't know, a personal trainer, if you're a gardener, mm. if you have anything, you need a website. Maybe you are a comedian. We've actually met comedians, friends of ours, and we're yes. like, is it on your site? And they go, what site? And you're like, dude, are you serious right now? 
You cannot be serious. Well, they've used our promo code because we've yelled at them and they built their site using our code. Get it together. Yeah. Go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code MOM to get 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com. Enter code MOM. You got beautiful templates created by world-class designers. It really seems like you paid thousands of dollars to have a designer do your site, but you're just getting it through Squarespace. You're getting hooked up. They have e-commerce functionality lets you sell anything online. You can customize the look and feel. Everything is optimized for mobile right out of the door. Analytics that will help you grow in real time, free and secure hosting, and of course, 24-7 award-winning customer support. Make it yourself. Easily create a website. All right? Just get going on this. Stop wasting time. Go to squarespace.com, use the offer code MOM, and save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com. Enter code MOM. Gene? Gene, I'm so lucky that I have you as a husband, and I love you the most. And I want every one of our listeners this year to find their uh, perfect mate. And I got to tell you, you and I are lucky, Gene, because we hooked up I know. At, at the time of MySpace, maybe Friendster. Gosh, I don't know. <laughs> I can't even imagine dating online because uh, I, I have a friend and she tells me all the horror stories and all I hear is, you know, this guy's not texting me back. There's so many dead-egg conversations or, you know, you get matched with some rando guy on these online sites that, and they don't turn into dates. So um, I helped her with, with this and we went on eHarmony and I got to see what that was like. And I liked it. I think eHarmony is special because it's not like all the other online dating sites. Because what they do is uh, they they take your profile, they have years of science, data, and psychological research, and they match you with the right people. Um, the site is built to help you find lasting, meaningful relationships, not just like a shallow hookup. So I think it's pretty unique in that way. There's tons of hookup sites out there, and this is not what eHarmony is. I think you should give it, give it a shot. Try it out if you're looking to find your own gene. Because, mm-hmm. uh, there, yeah, there's tons of hookups. But this is a really special place because they, they want to make sure you're finding just the right people so you're not wasting your time. With you want you to have a meaningful dots. relationship. Yeah. So stop waiting and start your journey to a satisfying, meaningful relationship can be fun to play around with the online dating apps, but when you're ready to fall in love with someone and have a meaningful relationship, there's one app that's built to bring you real love, and that is eHarmony. Come see how eHarmony can change your life. Go to eHarmony.com and get started. Enter our code MOM at checkout. Thank you, eHarmony. Oh. Oh. This episode is also brought to you by... Sattva, the online, the leading online luxury mattress maker uh, that your two mothers sleep on oh, and yeah. have for years now. Oh, yeah. Environmentally friendly, award-winning customer support. Get your jeans up and over <laughs> your eyes and sleep like we do. It's amazing. It really changed our life to sleep on something so comfortable. It feels like you're staying in a luxury hotel. Oh my god. And we didn't spend the crazy money that some of these mattress companies are asking you for. Why? Because Sattva passes on the savings that they have 
from not having a storefront, not paying an electric bill, not having uh, commissions to pay salespeople. They pass all that on to you. So you get an amazing mattress at a really reasonable price. Mm-hmm. Also, if you're interested in memory foam, Satva has another line called Loom and Leaf, L-O-O-M-L-E-A-F. Our own producer, Blue Band, sleeps on a Loom and Leaf mattress. I'm def- I keep forgetting to get, I want to get one in our house. We will. I want to get one because you know, I sleep, well, we sleep on the luxury firm yes. Satva we have for years now and I love it. But now I'm just curious. I want to try a memory foam. We get one, we get one. We just were out to dinner the other night with some friends and they're like, yeah. we need a mattress. We need a mattress. And the first thing we said was try Satva. Yeah. I'm serious, man. Yes. It's not, this is, this is what we had before we were working with Satva. We were sleeping on a Satva. That's how this came together. I contacted them. That's how much I like their product. I swear to you, we got it. I said, this is great. Everybody needs to know about this. And I asked them if, if we could talk about their product. I swear to God, that's As how always, this happened. We always recommend, they also, they also offer a mattress takeaway service. Which is great. It's like $35. And if you're like, oh, I don't want to do that, just keep in mind that you'll have a mattress that you're done with when you get theirs, in other words, the mattress right. you were sleeping on, yeah. and you have to go, do I want to be the mattress in my front yard guy? <laughs> do I want to be the guy that's Sometimes. like, uh, yeah, that's my old mattress. I just leave it uh, kind of propped up on the front of the house. <laughs> no. Pay for mattress takeaway yeah. service. It's amazing. And you can try it for 120 days. If yeah. you don't like it, You have four months. Only four months to try out. <laughs> SAA, TVA, Safa Mattress. When you, when you check out, when you get your mattress, let them know that your mom's house sent you. Thanks, Gene. Gene, you know what's coming. Valentine's Day. Oh, it's the hardest one, right? How do you know what to get your lady? Flowers, boring, candy, too fattening. May I suggest getting her a subscription to FabFitFun? It's it's so fantastic. It makes it so much easier than ever having uh, to figure out what the gift is. You know what I'm saying? Of course. You get a box. It's got all these full-size products. There's no samples of anything. They're products that chicks love. I'm telling you, you're going to look like a real hero because here's what came in my last FabFitFun box. Let's hear it. I got a gorgeous, it's called Mercy & Company scarf. A gray one. It was outstanding. You got some beautiful uh, bar chain earrings. I got an African Botanics Revitalizing Therapy Gel. I got a poncho in uh, black, which was awesome. A gym bag. I got a beautiful eyeshadow palette. It's just all luxury stuff. I'm telling you, girls love this. And you feel like a millionaire when a box of the special stuff comes to you. Try it out. Because <laughs> I wouldn't know what to buy. I, would, I don't know about this stuff. This is all stuff that celebrities use. That's the thing you could be like, look, Jessica Alba uses this hand cream. It's, yeah. And I swear to you, it, it's it's just fantastic. You feel good. Yeah. It's a fantastic value. They don't repeat the products, so it's always fresh. A seasonal subscription box for busy women to discover new brands and products for a life well lived. FabFitFun delivers a box of full-size fashion, beauty, home, fitness, and wellness products. Here's how it works. You get your box delivered four times a year for just $49.99 a box. Uh-huh. Editor's box is also available for purchase in between seasonal boxes with newly discovered items. So 
pretty, pretty cool. I just got my Fab Fit Fun Bucks and loved it. Go use my code, rather our code, to get $10 off your first box. Try Fab Fit Fun today. Go to fabfitfun.com to subscribe and start getting the box for a life well lived. Use promo code your mom. That's Y O U R M O M to get $10 off your first box. That's products valued at $200 for only $39.99. Again, go to fabfitfun.com and use our code your mom to get $10 off your first FabFitFun box. Thank you. Try it out. All right. There you go. You have it there. Thank you for our sponsors for sponsoring the show. And of course, thank you to all of you for supporting this show by going through our sponsors. Um, also, there's obviously uh, the merch store. Thank you for supporting that. Uh, there's a bunch of new stuff in there. You can try that out. Try that out. Yeah. Uh, TomSegura.com. Click on the store or go to MerchMethod.com slash TomSegura. Have your friends come over. Have your friends come over. Sign the lease. And uh, yeah, <laughs> there's a, there's, a, there's also a bunch of stuff coming. There's But um, people have been really loving the YMH um, hooded sweatshirt. Oh, where's cool. mine, damn it? Uh, I, 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 got, I got some sending us a few. So, so excited. All right, Gene. Lot to get into. Uh, let's uh, let's get the show started. Okay, ready? Yeah. Gene's getting over her sickness right now. <laughs> or we'll talk. Play about the music that. so I can blow my nose. Okay. Hi guys, <laughs> this is Jasmine P. Rain. Today, I'm coming to you guys with a short tutorial about how to lick your guys' balls. Okay. This shit is big time. Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother into this. Welcome, welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura, Tom Segura, and Christina Pajitsi. Welcome to your mom's house. been on a ball tear lately well i mean it kind of makes sense right tis the season kind of makes sense it kind of makes sense to why does it make it. sense you're the man now come dog <laughs> um, that was an old school one that's super old school yeah, that's you're like, the man now dog you're the man now dog possibly the lamest lamest line ever in a movie well yeah if that's the word that's right that's sean connery telling the black kid that he's like mentoring or something oh god to be a writer and it's like that <laughs> the moment of triumph where yeah. all of his lessons have come through yeah. you know and it's the like montage yeah and then he did it and he's like you're the man now dog <laughs> <laughs> can we stop making those movies where white people turn around the lives of black kids i would actually like them to see one really go for it now like in today's world like really do one that's so on the nose (laughs) that we can all mock it and i mean more directly there's a movie now on netflix i'm itching to watch it's on my list is it that genre well it's a reverse of that so it's the black girl teaching the white girls how to be saucier oh that's also such a that's played out so lame yeah so it's a step you know that they it's like step stuff or whatever yeah. and she's gonna teach the white girls how to step oh. 
It's right. called like stepsister or something Oh, is that kind of like, like, what's going on? What the fuck? You don't know? <laughs> the stomp in the yard. Yeah, like yeah. It's a stomp in the yard. What they doing, man? They stomp in the yard. Stomp in the yard, man. <laughs> but she's going she's gonna to teach them how to be more flavorful, man. colorful. And the best is that on those trailers, they're like, stomp in the yard. <laughs> they always have the guy that can't say it. Say the it. whitest person doing the voiceover. So embarrassing. It is so embarrassing. <laughs> they're stomping the yard. <laughs> this spring, <laughs> lace up your sneakers. <laughs> yeah, totally. Get ready to stomp a little harder. Yeah. yeah, it's horrible. Have you? I've never seen a step crew or whatever. Have you seen this? No, but I'm confused it, it's, by. It's a real thing, though. Yeah, a step crew. Yeah. No, I've, oh, no. I don't know if it's real because in California, That's I've just so never. Weird. Have you seen a step crew before? <laughs> like a an urban step crew. Um, <laughs> I was wondering if it's real the or most, made up. Like cringeworthy stuff is like, um, <laughs> is that is that like I'm going to teach you how to be from the hood, yeah. and you teach me how to hang out with white people. Yeah, <laughs> and like silly. Remember that's like first of all, it's been done a lot already. Like yeah. it's, it's pretty. Julia dumb. Stiles did like ten of those movies, right? But then a few years ago, <laughs> Steve Martin, who's pretty highly regarded and respected in comedy, like he's kind of. For a lot of people on the Mount Rushmore of, you know, comedic minds. Yes, yes. He did one of those with Queen Latifah. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, I saw that in one. The, in the trailer, he ends up in like a B-boy pose. <laughs> and he's like, what's up? What's <laughs> happening, girl? And, like, <laughs> she's like, and she does a thing like, now, now you get it. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> and he's like, yo, yo, yo. I mean, you go like... Who fucking greenlit this fucking turd? Some man? white cracker who's like, fucking CEO. Who's like, yeah, blacks dance. I get it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Cultural differences are funny. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, I mean, in the seventies and the eighties, that was kind of a new thing. You know, like Ed, was it Eddie Murphy doing uh, Beverly Hills Cop, and he, then he have a white, yeah, yeah, like yeah. The, bu- the buddy cops. That, that was funny. That was that's cool. Less, um, You're gonna put the banana in the tailpipe. That whole thing was pretty yeah, funny. Yeah. To make fun of white people is always funny. That's true, but like, that, I don't know the way that was done. Like, there's there's nuance to jokes. You know what I mean? Like, that's the well, whole you, thing. You have to make the the characters people, right? Not just stereotypes. Not just characters. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. That's the thing is that that was done really like you believe that white guy was that yeah. white guy yeah. and Eddie Murphy like was kind of being himself. And Eddie Murphy had all the cards. He actually he, he held the power because he was the funny guy in the right. room. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. genuinely funny too. Yeah. They weren't like and then just smack these crackers around. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> like, but I do love those step crews, man. You know, I watch Bring It On. Every, I know that's cheerleading. You know what you would love? I love the clovers. I could watch those clovers take a shit all I'm day. I'm serious. You should even just YouTube this. <laughs> Historically black university uh, marching bands. Oh, boy. They are so amazing. I'm talking like Grambling, you know, uh, what is it? McNeese State. Like, I'm talking the Southern. Hillman? Uh, Hillman. Isn't that where cosby kids went hillman oh no. that's where a different world like was morehouse from. i'm telling you that historically black universities that have marching bands will blow your mind yeah 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 i mean we gotta go watch some i'm saying the whole presentation from the uniforms because it's always like crisp clean i mean it's like uh, military style uniforms mm. and the coordination of the movements and the music it mm. and like it's well what about the blackness tom it's super black. That's what I'm saying. It, no, they're, they're. But are they sassy? They're yeah, and then like someone like usually every 
<laughs> one of those performances will begin with uh, like a black person go, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like that means like pay attention, and then <laughs> they'll like they'll do a snap, and right. then the show will start. I said burr. Yeah, <laughs> it's cold in here. There That's must right. be some clovers in the app. Anyways, I don't know why we got on sidetracked on this. Um, talking about our Netflix, man. We're talking about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You uh, well, you've had AIDS and you're getting out of that. Toddler AIDS. Yeah, this is like the only time you guys don't know, but like I live with AIDS and have (laughs) for years. I've been fighting it. I take my meds, (laughs) and (laughs) I always have a sinus infection, a cold, the fucking flu, and like for years, I'm sitting here living with you. And I would go through these horrible sicknesses. It would last five, (laughs) seven, ten days. And you'd be next to me like, yeah, no, I don't know, but I didn't get it. <laughs> and then the next year, I'd get sick four times, and you'd be like, yeah, I didn't get sick this year. And then the next year, I'd get sick six times, and you'd be fine. <laughs> you know why? It's my goddamn cockroach, cockroach DNA. Because yeah. my Eastern Bloc genetics, I've, I can, I've survived the communism. I've survived World War II because my, my genetics are superior. My yeah. immune system is superior to the average American I, uh, swine. I don't doubt it. Now, my problem is I'm pregnant, and so I've got um, my immune system is lowered from pregnancy. Yeah. So it just took me down. Yeah. I've never, I haven't laid in bed sick in what, a decade? When's the last yeah. time you ever see me lay down? But the good news is <coughs> I got into this Korean soap opera on Netflix. Uh, I think it's a poor translation of the title or just lazy translation. They do that, all, they do that both ways. Yeah. Why yeah. be so lazy? Like, why not really try to think? Excuse me about the title. I know they're they'll do things like I don't know. They'll be like a what's a big action movie here? You know, it'll be like some <coughs> like Taken. Taken, you know? yeah, no, but like in um, uh, in Korea when they release it there, they'll they'll call it like he's had enough. <laughs> you know, like they they give right. it like these because words don't have the same impact. What's this Korean show called? Well, it's shittily translated to Hello My Twenties. And you know, I was looking for some light bullshit. Yeah. And I, I'm so fascinated by Korean culture because when I was in Seoul like 10 years ago, I would watch their TV and I would wish I could understand what these people were talking about. Right. Because it's so dramatic and they're so beautiful. They're such a beautiful people. Yeah. It always frustrated me. And I finally have access now. It's subtitled. And I'm hooked. I'm halfway through it. And it's a dark show. It's actually very dark and very complicated and, and very cool. Mm. <laughs> God, I, I, w- I would give anything for this to stop right now. Oh, you're telling me. The coughing. And oh, it's the worst. I hate it. No, myself. I mean, like, it's annoying. Yeah. People don't want to hear it. Nobody wants this. Stop it. Thanks. Now, you are also into... My telenovela. My... <laughs> My abuelita watches her telenovela every <laughs> night before bed. I got, I mean, I blame Diaz and I'll tell you, I, you know, anything D- Joey Diaz tells you, you're like, yeah, okay, buddy. Like, yeah. you know, you're out of your mind. <laughs> so right. he, um, he was telling me when I, when I saw him last, he was like, you know, we we're talking about different shows and I, how much I love Narcos. And he was like, oh, you have to watch this show. Hota, hota. And like, <laughs> what? what? And so. What does hota, hota mean? JJ. So oh. that's the, the letters in Spanish. Yeah. So I'm like, what, what is he talking about? So just out of curiosity, a few weeks ago, I 
uh, I pull up the show. <laughs> I see it. I think, I don't know if it was like a new release at the time. It's called Sobreviviendo Escobar oh my God. Alias JJ, which means surviving Escobar. So I'm like, and I've been on this Escobar, um, you know, rabbit, rabbit hole, hole as have a lot of, because every, every time I pull up Netflix, there's like a new show about him. So <laughs> yeah. Cause I pull up your profile and yeah. it's like Escobar, Escobar, murder, murder, yeah. drugs, murder. Yeah. It's the whole thing. <laughs> and they have a new series. A new series just came out about, uh, a, a drug, uh, you know, cartels and, and you love more it. documentary style though. So anyways, I pull up his show and it's, it's a Colombian show. It's a series. I pull it up. I watch the first episode. I get roped in, and it's about um, Escobar's right hand man, his hitman Popeye. That was the, his, the guy's That's, nickname. I love when gangsters yeah. have cool names. Yeah, Popeye. It's a good baby name. We got to think Popeye. He personally killed like three hundred people. That's it. So he's a mass murderer. Wow. And he's free now, by the way. He's he's <laughs> of course he did his time. It's so weird. Like in you, we get so in this country. You associate your experiences like certain crimes align with certain punishment, yeah. and then like you start going around the world. It's like sometimes <laughs> in countries like like this guy murdered a guy. He did his five years though, and like he's like, all right, right. The value of life is significantly it, it changes diminished. Is he where is he? Colombia? Yeah, he's, he his, he's, he's oh, Colombian. They don't give a fuck about life there. But the series is so good because it basically picks up at the end, like the last day or two that Escobar's alive. Ooh. And he and Popeye part ways. Escobar tells him. He's, he's his right-hand hitman. Like, I know this is coming to an end. And How does like, he know? Just the, the feds are closing yeah, in? Yeah, yeah. The search block is, 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 yeah. is closing in, and all his guys are, are dying. And, and it, it's just not... He knows it's, it's... So he tells Popeye, like, go ahead. Like, you're, you've been invaluable to me. Mm. And basically... Go for it, and and because Popeye's like, I'm gonna turn myself in. Like I know that Ooh. I'm either I'm gonna be killed, they're gonna keep searching for me, so I'm just gonna go go for it. So he turns himself in, and the series starts with him basically arriving in prison. Goddamn! Now I have to watch this thing. I, yeah, but here's I'm the so thing. many episodes behind you. Though. It becomes the most <laughs> unbelievable story of him turning himself into a crime boss from prison. Of course, that's what they'll do. And the dramas right? in this prison of the different, because there's like the paramilitaries and there's the guerrillas and there's the narcos and they each are on sef- separate sides and they each have, you know, different storylines of trying to get each other and then there's romance and there's relationships. Anyways, you know sometimes when you start a series on, Net- on Netflix, you start watching it and you're like six, seven in and sometimes you're like, ooh, like, how many do we have left? Like, when we were watching, yeah. like, Ozark, you're like, how many are left? Because you want it to be longer. And you'll check, and there's nine, let's say, or ten. And then relief washes over you. Yes, relief. <laughs> no, there's enough. Yeah, or like, or you go like, oh, shit, that sucks that this is about to end. So I'm like, episode seven of this show, I'm like, damn, this is good. I wonder how many are left. I back out of more episodes, 60. <gasps> what are you fucking talking about? How many seasons do they do? It's considered one season. What? It's just the way that they have have it, you know, uploaded on Netflix. I th- I think what happened is this is a, a, an original like a Colombian series. Oh, and that's what I think. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. So I think it aired there over however long. Yeah. And then they you know bought it, licensed it, and for whatever reason, whatever. they just call it one season. Oh so my god, sixty. I'm I'm thirty two episodes. In. <laughs> 
I'm wondering how long Abuelita is going to be watching yeah. her shows because like every night I sleep and then I'm going to get watch super it. depressed because I know that if it's 60, that's the series, you know, it's 60 episodes. It's not like they're going to be like next season. Yeah. We'll have 60 more episodes. It's got to be. There. No, you're done. Yeah. But I'm super into it, man. I, I really, know. Really and I wake it. up every now and then and I look and. There's the ugliest motherfuckers on that show too. I'm like, some ugly dudes this guy's on that. ugly as shit. Yeah. This fucker's on TV. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's exciting. You know, the problem with my Korean show is these bitches are always eating this delicious Korean food. I cannot believe you on this. She's watching this <laughs> Korean show, and then every day it's sundobu, bulgogi. I've been eating all this shit for days. I know. I'm like, are you serious? She's like, well, I was watching it, so. <laughs> Because they have good food. They have the real stuff. Yeah. The kimchi and the, the noodle soup. and, and uh, Oh, I love it all. Um, the kalbi. I see them eating. And yeah. then I want to eat the same shit. Um, Fuck. Speaking of Netflix, uh, the reviews are in. Yeah. Yeah. And? Disgraceful. Yeah. 100% everybody loves it. You're kidding. No. Well, congratulations. Yeah. That's really hard when everybody is on board. I've never had something where it's only <laughs> love. Unanimous. It's unanimous. Good 100% for you. Fans. Yeah. It's pretty wow. exciting. Well, I'm, I'm so glad to hear that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never had anything like it where everybody, everybody likes it. Huh. Everybody. There's not one person left out. Well, that's and wonderful. That's kind of the goal of a good comedy show, I it think. Sh- it sure is. Well, listen, if you're a comedian, you got to be able to entertain everybody. everybody. At all times. At all times. <laughs> You don't want to, you know, upset people or polarize or fe- let make anybody feel bad. That's not at this guy's one. show. <laughs> I mean, my show, that's what I usually begin my shows by going like, I hope each and every one of you has a great time. Yeah. And I hope each and every one of you leaves here feeling good about everything. Yeah. That's kind of how I do it. You know, I was thinking today, are there any topics that nobody can take offense to like even I don't think so like let's and say going into our five o'clock hour it's going to be a, a lively conversation i expect oh, because yeah. we are going to be talking about tom segura <laughs> huh. that's a radio show yeah he is a stand-up comedian and on a recent netflix uh show he did some jokes and he did some stand-up about specifically here in lafayette and Louisiana as a whole, and Cajuns. And so it's pretty vulgar. He, he has some <laughs> vulgarity in there. But, you Uh-oh. know, stand-up comedy, it's vulgar. Uh, and there's been a lot of people watching this video, a lot of comments about it, a lot of people very angry, very offended, very upset, <laughs> because he really goes after Cajuns. <laughs> I, I, I never thought <laughs> that this would be a thing. <laughs> Really? Like of all the topics you covered, isn't it surprising the ones that kind of catch Dude, I'm heat. I did. By the way, I heard somebody talk about, um, I think it was on the show. I got sent the link that like this guy was on there being like, oh yeah, um, I know, I know that he's talking about a specific guy he met in Louisiana. I'm like, what? <laughs> like I met a guy in Louisiana. Huh. No, I met a guy from Louisiana. In Kansas City, in the first, like, during the first week of 2017 last year, if you were in Kansas City and you came to one of those shows I did, I, there was a guy in the meet and greet. Oh, okay. And that's what I say. I mean, I don't say Kansas City in the special, but 
I say like I was on my first week of this tour is where I met this guy. Yeah. I just thought it was weird that some somebody's like, he met a guy here. I'm like, that wouldn't even, why would that even register? I'd be there. Anyways, um, I think it's funny, like the backlash of like people from Louisiana being like, <laughs> I mean, first of all, I have to say, I've never gotten so much fan mail in my life ever for anything like I have for this special. Like I've been bombarded with, this, you know, just amazing fandom and, and support and people tell me that they love the special, which I tell you, it never gets old. Like, I totally, I, I, I can't tell you how much, it, it's crazy how much it has come in. Um, and I've gotten a lot of it from Louisiana. So I don't want to make it sound like only people from Louisiana are upset because a lot of them are like, I live in Louisiana. I love the bit, you know, like they, they've been very supportive of it. But people, the ones who don't get it or who don't like it, it's like, you know this is a joke, right? No, it's not a joke. <laughs> I feel like there's so many people out there that are, I don't know, they, I think they're taking, it's like they're holding people on, like what they're saying on stage as equal to what you would say off stage. Like, you know that's yeah. not the same thing right well i think there's a thing called context right yeah so if you're going to a comedy show and you're all agreeing in this social contract that what we're going to have in the room is called fun and it's not meant to be taken literally or seriously in context it's called a joke i believe unless you were giving a lecture on you know, geography or... One of my favorite parts about this is these guys are going to discuss this thing for like a while. No, please. I, I can't. No, no. But then this is one of the comments. I have to say, uh, when I heard it the first mm-hmm. time, I was a little... Ooh, wow, man. That's pretty That's pretty rough. Yeah. But it is funny. Uh, uh, okay? Oh. It, it is oh. funny. It is funny material. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> just that we are the, the, the target of that, that comment. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so a lot of people don't like that. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's how jokes work, though. Well, you know, every joke has a victim. Mm. And I feel like you can get upset. You know, you, you tell jokes about cats, and the cat people get mad. Yeah. You tell a joke about the dog, and the dog people get mad. Well, just so you know, a couple things I'd like to point out. A, um, the joke that I tell that's, you know, has Cajuns in it basically ends with my saying that we should build a wall uh, if it's around the state of Louisiana, um, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, oh. <laughs> we have a build the wall shirt. It's build the wall shirt. And, um, the wall is in the shape of Louisiana. Very nice. So that is item number one. You can go to the store. I'm offended. Um, but you're yeah. using bricks in that wall. Yeah. My cousin was a brick. And here is the other piece of news that I'm super excited to announce. I didn't say it at the beginning of the show, but I'd like to say it now. Ah. To show you how much love I have for the state of Louisiana, I took the very first available date. I'm going to the Civic Theater uh, in New Orleans, Saturday, September 29th. Oh. Uh, the, the tickets are on pre-sale today, the 24th of, um, of January, 
beginning at 10 a.m. is when the pre-sale starts. Um, so you can get tickets to that. There's a code word if you're, if you're participating in the pre-sale, and the code word is Cajun. C A J U N. Perfect. Cajun is the code word. If you want to get tickets, again, I'm coming to New Orleans Saturday, September 29th. It was the first available Saturday <laughs> at the Civic Theater this year for us. Well, so it should be a very interesting show. I'm very excited to be going. I just wanted to let you, you guys know that. Um, and again, I, I can't thank you guys enough for watching the special. I really appreciate it. And I know that um, you know it's, I've been getting a lot of back and forth. How It's always how this works. These things trigger other things. People watch the special, and then they end up watching your special. Because I keep getting messages about your special. Really? I've been getting so many complimentary texts from our friends and family and Twitter messages about how fantastic yours is. So I'm, I'm really happy. And I, I, I just... I wish you would just tell jokes that didn't hurt people's feelings. You I know. know. Can we make a list of approved subject matter? Well, yeah. I mean... Can we do a consensus of... Of what's, a, what's okay to what's talk about? acceptable. Yeah, I don't want to hurt feelings anymore. Um, grapes. Grapes. That's good. Remember um, yesterday we had... <laughs> there was grapes in that the lunch for uh, LJ. Yeah, who would take... Oh, no, no one would take offense to that. I don't think so, right? Yeah, fruits. Let's say... What about winemakers? Wind. Oh, they're probably going to get upset about that. Because you stomp grapes. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's hurtful to the grapes. We're not taking grapes' feelings into consideration. That's true. Weather. That doesn't seem to agitate people. Mm, What if you live in a bad weather area? (laughs) Then you're like, why are you boasting about how good your weather is? (laughs) Yeah. That's what I always hear from people that live in shitty places when I tell them I live in California. And they're like, I fucking hate Los Angeles. And I'm like, but the weather's great. And they're like, (laughs) so? I live in this shitty place and we have shitty weather, but I like it more. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. kind of, I feel like it gets people in a bad mood. I don't know. I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do for your next special just to help you here mm. is I'm going to start making a list of pre-approved topics that everybody can get on board with. I like that a lot. And that way people don't ever get mad. Yeah. All right. Just I know. For you. I know from experience that cyclists get very mad. <laughs> uh, I think, I think you're right. I remember that was one of the first times um, you'd ever received hatred. Significant amounts. So it's, it's so funny because you really can't predict what will set people off. No, you really don't. Because let's be honest, we both have said pretty inflammatory shit about lots of other people in both of our specials, and yeah. it's always surprising. It's always surprising when you're like, you know it's a comedy show, right? Yeah. I don't know. I actually feel like most people do understand that. Most, most do. What happens is the people that are upset are very vocal, so... Yeah. They, they, they're so angry, they're so emotional yes. that they, like the person that loves your show usually will message you, I love the show. Yeah. They don't then write like eight more messages about <laughs> it, you know? Well, and I also think that people have always been offended and upset, yeah. but now because of social media, they're given a platform to kind of yeah. mob together. Mob mentality, yeah. Yeah, and, and it's just, it takes on a bit of a life, more so than it could 10 years ago, 20 years and ago. And when you have a mob, they'll also like not actually uh, watch the thing right. or re- they're not reacting. Right. They're reacting to a, like a story that they heard about. I thing. heard that you talked about, yeah. The, yeah, you're like, you're not even paying it. You're not even going to give it its due diligence. Yeah. Huh? No. Yeah. They no, just want, I've just, heard enough. Yeah. I got, I, I got messages like, you know, I don't need to watch it. I have heard enough about it. Yeah. Like, okay. Anyway, people got mental problems. You got You got to get your life, get your ass into therapy. Let's talk about something. Don't more worry important. about it. First and foremost, 
Oh, yeah. You want to always, when any time you are sucking your guy's cock, you want to have a connection, first and foremost, with yourself. Love yourself first. You just don't want to be sucking someone's cock, and you don't even love you. (sighs) What do you think of that? Well, it's kind of a good message. It's kind of what the self-help movement's yeah, all about. Yeah, because if you were going to give a blowjob and you're not cool with yourself, you'd feel probably really depressed as you're how, doing that. How are you going to love that cum if you can't Whoa. love your own cum? What? That's a way more than I was thinking. What's what's with you and the balls lately? You seem to be on a ball thing. I mean, I just opened the folder. It's here. Oh, it's blue bands on a ball yeah, thing? I didn't, Maybe I he's didn't, into balls right now. I didn't send it to him. He's into getting his he balls to touched and licked and stuff. Yeah. Maybe he is. Yeah. So, and then secondly, bird balls. you want to have some type of connection with the guy. You no. know, yeah. that way no. you will have some kind of like for his cock. And as well as I disagree. Balls. I always say that if you're not so sure this about how your partner likes his balls to be sucked, you always <laughs> want to start off, you know, licking them and sucking them in a gentle manner. Mm. What? Do you, that's true. Yeah. I don't know how people have indiscriminate sex. Or uh, licking indiscriminate cocks and balls. Like, a lot of people do that. Like, a lot of girls will opt to give a blowjob. Oh, yeah, to be like, I don't I don't give it up on the first date. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's one of my yeah. favorites is like, hey, I'm not easy, and you're not just going to get in my pants. <laughs> I'll suck on your balls, though. <laughs> Because to me, that's way more intimate I know. than intercourse. I, like, I've heard this. What are you doing? I've heard this from, uh, from you and other people that graduated college <laughs> that, uh, that that's a pretty intimate thing to do. So, yeah. Yeah, like put your mouth on someone's genitals is, is I mean, that's their everything, you know? It's their... I think so. Do not use your teeth. Oh, shit. Teeth are unknown. She's going to give us a demonstration. Who is she, fucking 12? We know this. If he says, bite my balls, Oof. then that's when you want to use your teeth. Oof. Here's the thing. Ooh, who's saying bite my balls? No, nobody. Here's the thing. You don't bite fucking balls, man. Yeah, sniff those balls. <laughs> sniff them. Okay, now let me put it right up against your eye. Bat your eyelashes. <laughs> no one bites. No one says bite my balls. But this is so fucking seventh grade. Of course it is. Like, dude, we covered this shit in junior high, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Welcome to this podcast. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, no, no. Not this video. <laughs> know, I'm know. saying that girls have been talking to each other about this shit since yeah. like seventh or eighth grade. So like, bitch, you're too old to be like making these videos. You yeah. can fucking cover this in junior high. I know. With I know. finger banging and, you know, maybe she's queefing just, honestly, or whatever. Maybe she's just like really good at this and people keep it's her telling jam. Her. Like maybe like, how about every guy she hooks up with is like, you got to make a YouTube tutorial because <laughs> you're so good. I need I need other girls to find out about how good you are at this. I guess. Could be. She could just be like, remember the grapefruit lady? Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You got a grapefruit, your man? So stupid. Put your dick between your legs. That, yeah, that put way. your dick between your legs. And stomp the yard. Yeah. <laughs> So you want to take them. Uh, now, I don't have the shaft here. I'm just focused on oh, the you balls don't. for today. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. so okay. it, it's All actually right. an ad for her to get laid. Yeah. 
She's she's I mean, welcoming the what customers. What happens to her inbox when when this you know what I mean? Like if you're if you're putting that out there, yeah. This is what this is one thing that I'm annoyed by as somebody that is not participating in the back and forth of uh, meeting people online. This is somebody who will put out a video like this, and then their next post will be like. Do I have to say that I don't want your sexually <laughs> yes. uh, suggestive yes. messages in my yes. inbox? And you're like, you put out a ball sucking video. Why can't I just post a video of me sucking on some balls like cherries like balls and have it be about me? It's yeah. my form of expression. Yeah. Well, because like, you look like you want to suck dudes balls. You're soliciting ball sucking. They want to get yeah. their balls sucked. So yeah. you're putting I the invite out. When you're sucking, don't forget. <laughs> too many jewelries, too many bracelets and shit, you know? Yeah. It's too weird. I mean, that's the. the Everybody, <laughs> this so is what I mean. It's like, it's such a stupid. <laughs> <laughs> <so stupid. laughs> but I feel like everybody knows how to do that. Like, isn't that kind of intuitive? She's not really giving me any new no, skills. No, not everybody bills. knows how to do that. There's people out there that are definitely watching, like, what? But if you were to suck balls, isn't that fairly. Like, I think she's introducing lick, the um, idea. Of that to people. In other words, there's ladies out there who are watching that like, I don't really fuck with balls, you know? Yeah. No, that's not, I mean. Not going around the world, not really kind of, you know, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's not, there's not everyone's a triple D slut wife. Hey. <laughs> We've, how about fun is it to call sluts sluts? <laughs> Man, we've been doing this for a long time. This is a fun one. And you got to do it, by the way. <laughs> Don't be like, the fun is to do it with your with your friends. Don't be a jerk and do it loud. But it's for your no, own amusement. It's in the car. Windows up. It's just the two of you. And like a girl walks across the street. Maybe a jogger or just like a normal girl in the, jeans and a shirt. The more normal or like the more professional and the, <laughs> the less uh, promiscuous or sexual her attire and look is the better yeah so when you see a like a pantsuit just executive <laughs> woman with a briefcase crossing the street you just go in your car you go there's a slut right here <laughs> be a total slut look at these sluts look at these sluts walking to work right now <laughs> i also like to do it um to like like young teenage girls i only say that because i can kind of get away with it they're not they're not sluts by any stretch, but it's funny to be like, look at those sluts over there yeah. just walking. Yeah. Sluts. Holy sluts. <laughs> I don't know why it makes me laugh when we do it all the time. It makes me laugh too. Yeah. It's so inappropriate. Or if they're like if they are dressed super slutty, then it's funny too. Yeah. Like if it's on the line yeah. or if it's just like a nice looking but it's like when they're like if also, if it's like two 80-year-old women. They're sluts, too. They're sluts. That That's makes more me fun laugh. for me when they're yeah. like older. Yeah. N- clearly not <laughs> But sluts. like when we're in a restaurant and like a couple like <laughs> <laughs> girls walk in and you're like, oh, a couple sluts are going to go have dinner right now. That makes me laugh, too. <laughs> well, you like it when I say it the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more. It's, it's funnier more fun. when a woman says it. It's yeah. one of those things where it's like the origin, the source of the line makes it funnier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Context, Tom. Con- I. You know, one of those things, I'm just learning about this, like context. Yeah. Um, I'm learning about like how reading the words isn't the same as like hearing and seeing somebody right. say it. Oh, yeah. It's all these lessons. It's so fun. I mean, I didn't know that like a certain expression can be said satirically, ironically, sarcastically, and that it then changes sort of the intent and the meaning 
all this stuff is I'm going to comedy camp right now and I'm learning so much. <laughs> so yes, I do. I do appreciate that. You know what I like that you used to do uh, back when we were in the bro and stuff. Mm. We haven't done it in a while. Whenever we see a pregnant lady, you'd always be like, Ugh, what's wrong with her belly? Yeah. Why is she so fat? That always made me laugh too. Oh yeah. One time I posted uh, <laughs> uh, a lady on TV who was like seven months <laughs> pregnant and I wrote like, hey, how come maybe next time don't have like four beers and 18 sandwiches <laughs> before you do television? And all these people were like, she's pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> like she's so pregnant, you know, and she had a small frame. It was yeah. so clear that she's pregnant. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. Um, another one of my favorite games to play in the car is there's your dad. What's yeah. your dad doing? What's over your dad here? doing? Is another good one. Any guy eating out of like a trash can, <laughs> any guy with like you know shopping six cart shopping carts and shit falling off of it. He's barefoot. <laughs> He's white, but his skin is turned black from walking on the pavement. Black and souls. Like, oh, you didn't tell me your dad was here. <laughs> What's your dad doing here? Is always but my that's favorite. That's a super mean joke. Why? Because I mean he can't hear it, and neither can anybody else. But it's not cool. It's not okay. And it's not funny. It's not funny because someone's feelings could get hurt. Theoretically. It, like if he was in the car with us and we were like, <laughs> hey, are you my dad? And he was like, what? Why does milk and ham not taste good together? And we're like, what? Get out of here. Right. Yeah. Theoretically. We were having a conversation with um, a mother yesterday who we're, we're acquaintances with mm-hmm. over the phone. And... uh and she was talking about a nanny she had with her son and and something. She says something like, you know, I don't teach my children to point and laugh at strangers. This was the best. And both of us, Tom and I looked at each other. We're like, yeah. yeah. Don't know, wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, it's comedy 101, people. That's yeah. what you're supposed to do. That's how you get a sense of humor. Definitely. <laughs> she was like, you know, we don't teach them to look <laughs> and laugh at somebody for... <laughs> Their appearance. And I was like, um, it's called funny. I don't understand. What do you teach them? Yeah. Isn't that like what do you say when you see someone if you don't point and laugh? Right. What's the point of life? Now, our kid yesterday. She's also like, I don't, I'm not like, I don't like, you know, somebody like pointing out like they, their thrill of seeing a Porsche. And I was like, uh, oh, yeah. Really? We got one of those. <laughs> I mean, like, isn't that, aren't they awesome? I thought they were. I like stuff. I like stuff. <laughs> uh, the problem with being a comedian and a mom is that I laugh at a lot of the shit that our kid's doing right now, and I should be disciplining him. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> Yesterday, uh, we caught him. He got into my red lipstick, like my stage lipstick, like yeah. the shit that I wear for 10 hours. State, like it's a really saturated color. Yeah. Just dark as red, red fuck, all over his hands, and of course, where? On our white ass wall. And we left him for like <laughs> 30 seconds. Because he's at the age now where like, you know, you could be in this room and you hear him dragging like an Amazon box <laughs> through the halls. And you're like, all right, that's what he's doing. Doing his thing. And then it was quiet for like 10 seconds. <laughs> and then you're like, get over here. And I'm like, come on, you have to see this. 
<laughs> he was like smacking the, the wall, wall laughing red. and he was like do you want me to get the other wall now and we're like oh yeah smack 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 just layered so and red he's so happy and of course we start i start laughing and then he's laughing like oh yeah this is cool i guess i'll keep doing the other walls and then he starts to take off to go to the other wall. i was like no stop Oh, I Unreal. scrubbed the shit out of that, though. We got it out, but that's the problem. Balls. Uh, we got an email. Yeah. Always eat the scrum. <laughs> Hola, mommy. Just an FYI, you can't spell scrumptious without scrum. <laughs> Therefore, the scrum is scrumptious, and there is no reason to be afraid of it. Just think of it as a delicacy, slow cooked in the cockpot all day long. The cockpot. Marinated in all the pheromones you fell in love with. Alexandra. Wow, True. that's a lady who I think is probably. Slut. <laughs> Tom, don't slut shame her. I know, I know. It's sluts. a lot of oh, there was like women marching this week and they know it's a, a lot of sluts marching, right, babe? It was like a slut parade. Slut march. Yeah. Um on a, hey Hitler, on a recent podcast, Christine mentioned <laughs> <Christine>. <laughs> I forgot my different name. soap for every part of the body. What? I have one bottle of shampoo that I use for everything. Why can't I wash my balls with shampoo? It's not Piss right. on me and beat me. <laughs> kind regards, Johnny. <laughs> Piss on me, beat me. Uh, first of all, Johnny, I'm 100% on board with you that shampoo is soap, and you don't need soap if you have shampoo. You can wash every part of your body with shampoo. All you need is suds. Uh, it's not different. Nasty So I, I've survived for years before I met you oh with just a shampoo bottle. Shampoo suds up, you do your hair, you do your beard, you do your underarms, you do your, your butthole, you do your crotch. I mean, it does it all. I mean, I bet technically you're right because a detergent is a detergent. A soap yeah. is a soap. However, I, I think it's more of a text a textual thing. Is that the word I'm looking for? Textural. Text, texture. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It doesn't feel good. And I don't think you should put soap in, I mean, um, shampoo in your vagina because women we have no, you to should. You should. we have to wash not up inside of our vaginas but you got to get in there and i'm thinking that it might burn it might hurt my vag so that's kind of like a utility yeah thing you know that's true um like a mint shampoo probably wouldn't be good down there uh another are you still doing that, by the way? Shampooing with... No, I, I, we have soap, so I'll split it up. Yeah, as long as... See, the thing with you is you'll adapt to whatever. Whatever's there. You're... <laughs> anyway. I swear, if, if I... If it was fucking 409, <laughs> I would clean myself with that. Just whatever's there. So adaptable. Yeah. Uh, an email. Hi, mommies. I've been thinking about this theory since I was the brown master of my house in middle school. It seems more and more clear to me that my body gets set in a weekly brown cycle. Hear me out. So I'm currently a college student. In the past semester, I decided to try out my theory. Every day, I would pick a precise time, varying each day of the week, whether I felt I needed to or not, to make some chocolate soft serve. Sometimes it would be difficult to hold it in, in some shits for a few hours after taking 10 to 12 Benadryl. But after only two weeks, my body seemed to have regulated to what I now call the fecal cycle. Huh. I have now been able to fine-tune this weekly cycle to a time that fits my needs. Oh. So is he saying that he can dictate the times that he, that he you wants can. to go? You, okay. you, you can train, you can train your, your asshole. It's absolutely yeah. true. I've done it with, uh, when I used to work a 9 to 5. So Think he's about asking, it. does anybody do that? Congrats yeah. on Little Jeans yeah. 2.0. Yeah, thank you. Try it out. Piss on me and beat me. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I feel. I guess I don't know that. I don't know that I dictate it, but I do feel like it happens. It happens at a regular time, and then what always fucks me up is you know travel or schedule. No, but he's saying you can retrain your duties so that you're like, for instance, let's say you start a new job, yeah, and you want to take a dump before you go to the office, but you're yeah, you've been unemployed for a month, so now you're taking your dumps at like ten a.m. You can retrain right. your bowels such that you're shitting at 7 a.m. versus 10 a.m. But, I mean, the, the training involves also just... The tra- you, intense training. Well, yeah. the training involves also changing your, probably your sleep cycle. Because if, right. if you're getting up, if you're shitting at 10 a.m. every day and you're like, I want to be shitting at 8 a.m., you can't get up at 8 a.m. and do that. You know, you, you're going to have to... Like six. Or something. I mean, you have to make some change. You got to wake up. I, you know, if anyone out there listening is having and struggling with this issue, we both brown. <laughs> I would say you brown quicker and earlier than I do. Yeah. Every morning you're like up and you're like, I got a shit. Well, yeah. I mean, we go downstairs, but within 30 minutes, you're 45. You're definitely like, because downtown. my body is trained. Even just the smell of coffee can induce. That's true. It happens too. brown, but I, I usually shit about an hour after you. I'm telling people, I'm trying to give valuable life I'm sorry, advice. Tell them, tell them. Uh, if you want to train your dumps, I recommend you wake up two hours earlier, drink your coffee. Like for those of you who aren't drinking a high powered coffee and then complaining that you can't shit, well, get your life, man. You got to drink high octane coffee. I mean, daddy jeans here. I, I greatly appreciate my French press that you got me. Yeah, tell me a review. How do you feel about it? I love it. I love it. I was intimidated by French press. Can I tell you how fucking not smart I am? Well, I didn't know and didn't think to research making my first pot of the French press. (laughs) Yeah, you went on intuition. (laughs) Yeah, I looked at it and I'm like, oh, this is obvious. Yeah. So I put all the grinds at the top. (laughs) On top of the press part? Yeah. And then like pressed that there. And I was like, that makes sense. Or like, no, it was like between the, uh, you know, there's like a screen and a, and a metal, whatever. I put it in the wrong place. The first day I made it, I still drank the cup and I was like, it's pretty good. And then I was like, I should probably just, go- it's amazing with YouTube. You just type anything in. Oh, yeah. I type in the actual brand that you got me and make it. And then like in two minutes, I'm like, oh, I was doing it completely wrong. Yeah. But now I make this brown lightning and brown lightning. I, I drink a like basically one of those carafts. I got a moderate size one. It's not like a crazy size, but it's uh it's delicious. And I love the process. I love the ritual of getting those beans out in the morning, grinding them, uh finding out, you know, what size grind you're supposed to go to for a mm-hmm. French press. And, you know, even the ritual of you're supposed to stir with a plastic spoon because a metal spoon can crack and scratch the glass. Oh, I did not know I mean, all that. these little things, I'm like, I feel like I'm a barista when I'm doing it. Yeah, that's the whole point. And then, you know, you're waiting for the, the coffee to steep. And I don't know. I love trying these different coffee beans. Like, what I missed, we were doing the pods, you know, they're very convenient. But I miss that ritual and I miss the smell of the beans and, mm-hmm. and grinding it up. So now I'm buying coffee beans again, and I love it. I See, love it. See, this is why originally I was so opposed to the Nespresso machine. But you're hooked on it. Well, because of convenience. It. That's what I'm saying. But I loved, I missed the portafilter and locking it in and putting the grinds in there nice and fresh. 
you know, I miss that stuff too. Cause that's, that's a real cup of coffee. Oh yeah. Right. Well, Whatever. You know, right. now I don't have the fucking time for it. I got a kid crying. Yeah. Cooking another one in my belly. I know. Time to fuck around making coffee. Get your life, man. I know. Yeah, time for that shit. Do you, you know, know what I'm saying? I know. There's, um, let's see, there's this email. There's, I'm looking at the different emails that came in. Uh, the Infinity Wipe. Sol- oh! Solved. Yeah, tell me. Hi, Mommy. I've struggled with the Infinity Wipe all my life. Oof. Every once in a while, while I've eaten some moose soup, my beehole behaves like a dirty bitch. Here's the high and tight solution. Once you've identified that the cleanup is likely to go into infinity, simply <laughs> flex your pooper as if you were trying to squeeze out a little dingleberry okay. and proceed to wipe. When your, how you say, asshole is in the slightly flexed position, a hand with toilet paper, toilet paper can reach the hidden brown, and Hitler's, your life will be changed forever. Try it out. Nick from Boston. <laughs> He's saying if you push... Push out, basically. You're pushing, and you wipe. That you will get the the remnants that are causing the infinity. Yeah, he's wipe. saying flex that hole. Push, push. Yeah, and right. then when it's fully flexed, reach back there. Yeah. Oof. I don't know. The problem with my bee hole, it's still got. It's tender from like hemorrhoids from pregnancies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I don't like to get in there. I, I don't like that. I, I like the water of the bidet. You do. That's what helps. Yeah. Or the shower if you don't have a bidet. Sure. You can get a fucking bidet on Amazon for like 50 bucks though, guys, or 40 bucks a tushy. So great. You got to get one, dudes. It's really great. And You know, I know everyone loves a squatty potty. I tried it. It's okay. I personally, I think a bidet is way more effective. Mm. Get one. Try it out. Amazon. You got to try it out. Use our it's, banner. It's really, it really is the whole, the best thing ever. Try it out. Um, it's like a fire hose, the tushy one is. Yeah. 60 bucks or something. Yeah, maybe. I try think they have out. even cheaper ones. And you just hook it up to your toilet. Super simple. And yeah. then now your whole life is transformed. You're not, I think it's so gross now to mash toilet paper against shit on your skin. It's so fucking gnarly. I know. I go, I got to admit, hate it. I, I, I finish browning now and I just let water run. You know? <laughs> of course. Oh my God. I've been telling everybody about this shit. Do you ever have a poop where you sit down and you're like, that was it. And you're like, there's not going to be anything to talk about. Yeah. Like I'm going to just go be, I'd be disappointed. And then I looked in the you're bowl. Look, you think it was going to be the rabbit pellets or something. Yeah. Like, I was like, that was so fast. Like. Nothing came out of me. Mm-hmm. Well, that happened to me the other day. I sat down and after Korean soup, and I was like, whatever. And I looked down, and it was the most gigantic brown, I pro- like a one top 10 yeah. of my life. And I, why does that happen? Like, sometimes you think it's not going to be brown, and then it's a real big one. <laughs> but why did it come out so fast? Like, it was so big. <laughs> I love how you asked, like, a little kid would ask. <laughs> You asked exactly the way a kindergartner would ask. Like, how come I didn't think it was going to be anything that was a lot of chocolate in there? <laughs> but you know, but you have that too? Of course. Where you're like, it doesn't feel like much, but then I, I looked in the bowl. Those are amazing. But what is that? The mystery poops. Those are mysteries, yeah. Then there's the ghost shit. It totally disappears. No, I, I consider a ghost shit when you shit 
and you wipe and nothing's on the paper. How is that even like, possible? You're like, and you look, you're like, there's a big shit in there. <laughs> and you're like, wait, is there shit somewhere else on my body? <laughs> like you reach around, you're like, there's no shit on the cheeks. There's no, how is there no shit? It feels like you, like you won a lottery. Yeah. Doesn't it feel special? Those like, are the best days. Yeah. yeah. I think part of that too, I think you can prompt that a little bit. Somebody told me is if you spread your cheeks before you sit, so everything really goes apart. But I still think that's I, I, I think mud that, could fall yeah. out of you. No, that's counterintuitive, honestly. Yeah. Because if the hole's bigger, you're not pinching it off. So that to me would create an infinity wipe uh, scenario. Actually. Yeah. I disagree. You want it pinched. Yeah. Well, interesting. So many different theories, you know. <laughs> Um, let's see. The world is a mysterious place. On a United flight, they just suggested the seatbelt be low and tight. This goes yeah. against all my beliefs. <laughs> Should we start a campaign to educate them? All love, no hate, F all the haters, Nick. No, I'm offended. Yeah, I want it to be high and tight is the only way to live your life. Only way to live. You, I mean, low and tight? So terrible. No, it doesn't feel good. No, it feels low horrible. Low and tight. God, air travel is the worst in this country. Yeah, it's so demeaning. It really is. It really is the worst experience. I was watching this show. Mm, that, that new one I'm watching, I forget the fucking... This Is Us. Yeah. and there's a Surprisingly good show. It's so good. For a network show? Yeah. And um, there's a character on there who's battling with her weight, and she's... I don't know like what she weighs, but she's really large and she gets on an airplane and the woman next to her is totally eyeballing her. And she's like, don't worry. I bought two seats. And then the, you know, the flight attendant comes by and he's like, I got your seatbelt extender. Like totally loud. She's yeah. like, thanks. I got it. Like I'm already fucking embarrassed enough. Yeah. Yeah. And then she's like, I know how to do it. You know, like, and I just felt so, if you feel so bad for her, cause sure. you're like, Oh, like you did the right thing. You bought two seats so that you're not like yeah, ruining you. anyone yeah. else's day. But it just seems, I just feel so badly for those people, with the seatbelt extenders and everything. Yeah. I mean, it's terrible being fat. I imagine it's hard cause that's your addiction, you know, but everyone gets to see what your addiction is. I know. It was so uh, hard on a flight actually with, um, Bert. Yeah. And the flight attendant did like a discreet seatbelt extent, like they to him to him. They gave it to him, yeah. And he was like, oh, "Thanks." And then, <laughs> yeah, you know, she came back. She was like, "You need anything?" He was like, "Take another vodka soda if you got one." <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, but it was the thing. I've seen them give. I've seen it done discreetly, which is nice. Yeah, to do it that way, like they do it kind of like. Like walking by like they're dropping something off, you know, like not make a scene of it. Yeah. Don't be a dick. I mean, they're embarrassed enough, I'm sure. Yeah. It's terrible. Have to buy two seats on a plane. Jeez. Yeah. But Bert does it all the time. Yeah, he does. Or he just flies first class. Isn't that why? Because the seats are bigger. Mm-hmm. That's why he does it. Yeah. A little bit of room. He barely wedges into those seats. I know. Hmm. Drinking the whole time. Super fat. So another email here. Um, this is one for you. Mm. What do you think of this? Okay. Why don't you read that out loud? I can't. Okay. Hi, mommies. Congrats, jeans. My aunt and I have gotten into heated discussions about what prenatal vitamins do to your nose picking. <laughs> she thinks that because the vitamins make your nails grow so long, yeah, it do. hinders your ability to pick. I completely disagree and have hmm. used my claws as shovels to grab that shit up from, from up in my brain. 
My question is obviously for Christina, queen of personality. Thank you. Do you use your prego claws to your advantage or do you cut them? These are the thoughts I have after my husband has left for work and I'm picking my nose waiting for my coffee. Thanks, mommies. I love you. Sarah. Well, Sarah, I have to tell you, you're right, that your nails go... Do you know that? That your nails grow... Like those crazy people that we play videos like of. faster? Yeah. So it's, you have to, I, I like them short. I think it's disgusting personally to have long nails. Well, think about how somebody with long nails feels hearing that right now. <laughs> I mean, Uh-oh. seriously. Uh-oh. You didn't even say I prefer long nails or short nails. You say those people are disgusting. I mean, oh, you, that, you ever, I said, think I think about, it's disgusting, not the people. It doesn't matter. Do you think that they. <laughs> I mean, I gotta, you got to think about everybody's feelings all the time. No, I, I find it unhygienic because I personally get a lot about of dirt. How people with poor hygiene feel <laughs> when I make fun of it. Yeah, man, that's not okay. God. This zombie beat me. <laughs> oh, the trauma. Oh, uh. so sad. <laughs> so so sad. Uh, no. Uh, Anyways, to answer your question, I keep them shorter because. Actually, I found that nose picking is enhanced with a shorter nail. Yeah. You're going to do more damage with a longer nail, and you're also going to introduce more bacteria into your nose, which is how you get sick. Now, apropos our discussion earlier, how I avoid sickness, I'm a compulsive hand washer. I wash the backs of my hands like a surgeon. <laughs> I sing happy bir- the happy birthday song three times as I wash. That's the rule. You're a mental patient. And I, I do not pick my nose if I know there's sickness in the house. This is truth. I will use a Kleenex instead because that's how you get colds is you pick your nose, you, you rub your eyes, you put, it, you put your fingers in your mouth. True story. All right. Don't touch your fucking face. That's how, you're not, that's how you avoid sickness. Okay. You're not a nose picker like me. You're a thumb picker. I've seen you. You do this. You do this. Yeah. You pull out a scrunger, you yeah. roll, and yeah. then you flick off the I like bed. I flick, yeah. But sometimes I dig with the index finger, too. I'm seldom and sometimes seen pinky. you. I've seen you do the pinky. Pinky, I'll do that, too. You used yeah. to uh, roll your boogers in my car. I flick them on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for doing that. It's really flick, cool. Flick, flick. You're so nasty. <laughs> you nasty. Now I'm into picking my son's nose. It's a fun it's game. It's kind of the best thing. It's very rewarding. And he's like, he'll like, <laughs> he'll raise it. He'll let you. And then he doesn't know what you're doing. So he's just like, whatever you're doing, man, whatever. It's just as gratifying to pick your son's nose yeah. as it is to pick your own. I had no miss. idea. It's yeah. one of the joys of parenthood. Now, I don't like picking your nose, though. I think it's disgusting. Yeah. Um, but our son, I love it. Uh, you remember last week... I think it was last week. There was a, there's this big um, news story that, dear leader, Trump, um, so supposedly in a meeting, referred to African countries yeah. and Haiti as shithole countries. Yeah, he said like, why are we getting uh, all these people from these shithole countries <laughs> when we could be? When I, I prefer to get people from Norway. I mean, oh boy, you tell me if there's any subtext. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, huh. so obviously, and then you know he came out and said I never said that, and then people confirmed that he said that, and then uh, I think Republicans that were in the meeting said they couldn't recall mm-hmm. what he said. Either way, uh, there was a this came in that some big words were said on CNN mm-hmm. by somebody who was trying to make a point about uh, oh. how offended right. he was 
by hearing the president say, I love it. or the alleged comment that he said, that there's people from Well, the president groups. never takes responsibility. Nothing ever happens. Uh, it's never his fault. Phil Mudd, let me get your reaction to what the president said about these immigrants who want to come to the United States from countries like Haiti and Africa. Hold yours, Wolf, because I'm going to give you a reaction, and it's personal. I'm a proud shitholder. My family was called Wops and Mackerel Eaters. We came from Italians and Irish who were regarded as people from shithole countries. Hmm. Oh, uh, a century ago, we called people slant eyes. Chinese immigrants that we're now ashamed of speaking about in those terms because they came from a shithole country and now they're a backbone of this country. In the 1940s, we called people traitors because they came from a shithole country we called Japan and we're ashamed. We called people who fled from conflict in Central America spicks and wetbacks and we're ashamed. Jeez. What the about Hungary? is growing this country on the backbone of bigotry that comes from when I saw my family called Spicks, Wops, and Mackerel Eaters. We should be ashamed. Macro We've learned eaters? too many lessons, and history will... Okay. What's a mackerel eater? Mackerel eater. Is he talking about, like, macaroni? Macaroni eater? Is that what he's saying? Mackerel, like the fish? I don't know. Let's look Mac- it up. Oh, I've never heard that one before. You learn something new on this show every week. Just like... Oh, mackerel eater. Dog cunt. Yeah, Mackerel. It was a, oh, a mackerel, what? Like of the fish, right? It was such a, a sectarian slur for Roman Catholics. Oh, right, because they eat fish on Fridays uh, or whatever. Yeah. Well, that's mackerel funny. Here. That's hilarious. Yeah. What about Hungary? I'm a, I'm a shithole country. Yeah. What, what about Eastern Europe? I know. What are the slurs for them? <laughs> but Slovakia or, or, you know, whatever. Ukraine, Russia, are we all shithole? My anti, let's see, anti-Hungarian sentiment. Oh, let's see. Uh, it's called Hungarophobia, <laughs> anti-Hungarianism. Okay. Is dislike, distrust, racism, xenophobia directed against the Hungarians. Sounds like it. It can involve hatred, grievance, distrust, blah, 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 due to Hungarian background. I'm trying to see if there's any... Um, Goulash eater. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Hungos. I don't see any, like, list of hey, slurs. Give me though. some hatred stuff. In English, oh, a bohunk. A bohunk. Is a combination of bohemian and Hungarian. Cool. And hunky, derived from bohunk. It's in the movie 16 Candles. It is? Yeah, Long Duck Dong says, And he met a oily bohunk. The dad uh, calls her fiancé a bohunk. Hmm. Let's see if there's a Jeannie's another. marrying a bohunk. Yeah, it says bohunk here, yeah. Oh, so he's a hungo? No, but I'm saying that's that's one of the it's like the slur. Oh, cool. Now you you are a spick, right? Pretty much through and through. I mean, yeah. You're a you're a, a, a Christine the Bohunk. Yeah. That's pretty accurate. Yeah. Um, Polak. I got called Polak a lot growing up. Did you? That makes sense well, though. It's more yeah. common. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's here spick as defined here is just a person of Hispanic descent. Um, Theories include no speak English, and that's where spec comes from. Oh, no speak speak English. But is, oh, oh, that's but funny. But it believes that it's the abbreviation of Hispanic, in other words. Uh-huh. Speak. Interesting. So, all right. No speak English. I no speak, uh, no speak English. Everybody says it like that, though. Every A taco a head spick. is a Mexican person. I've like. never heard taco head. But it says that's from Born on the Fourth of July. That's where it was. Yeah, it's not real. That's kind of a made-up one. Yeah. Spick's pretty good. 
Yeah. Spick, spick, spig, or spiggity. It sounds so mean, though, spick. Spick sounds harsh. Yeah. Greaser, isn't that? A greaser? A greaser? Yeah. Oh, I that's in so. Full Metal Jacket. Let's see. Greaseball. But that's in, that's yeah. in Italian, right? I guess you could oh. also have... Italian greaseball usually is what they say, yeah. right? Italian greaseball. You fucking grease. guinea greaseball. Yeah. Yeah. Guinea. But then that guy goes on... Uh, uh, Don Lemon, same guy, and he he pushes. Seen these the conversations that this is economic. So let's be clear: Philip a white Mudd. honky from Norway can come here, but a black dude from Haiti can't. What does that tell you in an America that one that that in one generation called you a nigger? What does that tell you, Don? Whoa! Big words. Very big words. Yikes! Jesus, He's just throwing man. throwing all of them out there. I didn't know you were gonna go. Straight to that. Holy shit, Jeez. bro. You got to gotta kind of... Big words. He's very fired up, this I dude. can tell you that what that tells a honky like me. We're no different than we were a generation ago, and we're learning the same lessons that we learned when we called a Chinese man a slant eye, when we called a man from Guatemala a spick and a wetback, He really likes, we called a black man a nick. He likes to say him. Jesus. He, I think he likes to run through his knowledge of that. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, he's like, I got good ones, he goes, guys. Give me a, give me a country. <laughs> give me a, give me one. Go. <laughs> that is kind of a real gift he's got. That's what it tells me. We got a ways to learn, but we can step back and say we're proud because I spoke this on CNN. Thirty to one, the emails I got were saying you speak for us, and we are not from Africa, and we're not from Norway. We're from Italy. We're from Ireland. Okay. Mm. Wow. Well, are any Haitians speaking? When we called the Chinese Jeez. man a slant eye. Oh my God. God. When we called a man from Guatemala a spick and a wetback. Holy cow. <laughs> Jeez. I got you. That's such a beautiful region of the world. I don't Where? even think Trumpers has been to IT. IT, yeah. Dominican Republic. That is a beautiful region. Conan Jeez. went down there to do his show. You know that? Oh, very nice. When yeah. the earthquake happened or this the last week. Oh, he did. Yeah. Oh, just to show show Trump. Either. I mean, yeah, he just like did a few shows from down there. And That's just, wonderful. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's like the most beautiful. They're so nice. It's really like the sweetest culture too. I know. <laughs> like to to be diminishing of them. To be, it's like what? Saba, Haiti. Yeah, um, they're so sweet. Speaking of Haiti. Conan, um, Ginger Boy O'Brien. Yes, uh, I'm going back on his show. I'll be uh, on there. If you're listening, I'll be there Thursday, the 25th. That's exciting. So um, please watch. Please enjoy. Uh, I'll be talking to Mr. Conan O'Brien. He's wonderful. You went on there. I was supposed to talk to him today. Oh. Not him. Not him. His producer. Yeah, today. Forgot about that. You, um, yeah. You went on there when our son was first born. And then I went on again last year. Oh, right, right, right. I forgot about that one. Yeah. It's exciting. Very exciting. He's a nice dude. He's the nicest. And so is Andy. They're very, yeah. very nice people. Andy's, they're so funny together. Yeah. They're great. They're really nice people. Um, check this out. Check it out. Check it out. Try it out. So there's a new rapper on the scene. Oh, okay. Um, from Australia. I love Australia. And here's the thing. Is that a shithole country? That is not a shithole. It's definitely not a shithole country. Um, no, and and our president would be glad to accept Australians. <laughs> Why is that? I don't mm, know. It's weird. Um, anyways, this rapper might have a cease and desist headed his way. Oh. 
because guess what he's using as his MC name, his artistic name. No. He is going by Top Dog. No. I can't stop and I won't stop. I make it pop. I make it drop. I make it stop. This is Top Dog here in your ear. Listen to what you're about to hear. Because I'm back for good. And you ain't even Hollywood. You think he's a fan of the show? Must be. I don't be. know. Must be. It's not impossible. Hmm. I mean, you heard those, those pre-sales are good for Australia. That's interesting. This guy just out there using Top Dog's name. I like his raps and flows, though. So far, the words have rhymed. Yeah, it's not bad. Sell a blunt to a man that is six feet tall on that wall. Yeah, I am, and I don't care what anyone says, because Top Dog is here. So bring it, suckers. <laughs> can, you, can you guess what I'm fixated on? Just knowing me for 12 years to be married. Ron, uh, technique, the way that he goes from the, the like his cadence, kind of sets himself up for the next line. No. No. Uh, facial hair. No. no. <laughs> um, Just knowing me personally. Wait, let me, hold on. Let me watch a little more. I'll see if I can figure God, it out. God, it's really hard to watch. Rich. I think you're not. I think you're a snitch. Matter of fact, you're a bitch. But baby, you know me. I'm the craziest man you'll ever see. Yeah. Wow. That's, um, Yeah pretty good that is pretty good it's hard to it's in case you haven't guessed it's the, the you think you're rich it's hard for I me think to you're not i think you're a snitch man in fact you're a bitch but baby you know she me i'm the craziest man you ever seen she your life thin. walking down the streets walking down the streets walking down the streets yeah she's worth thin. see i think our machines with a guy just has a little more passion I don't know. This guy seems pretty passionate. I just, I'm, this guy's got more technical ability, but our guy is like, okay. I just feel it more. From I think, again, you know, what he's missing is just a, a great producer. As always. Can we get Jimmy Iveen? Iveen, is that what his name is? On the phone? Yeah. Or, uh, okay. Let's go, get, let's go down to Malibu, find him. Yeah, could be. Get him to produce this guy. Because I am. It's not hard. That mouth is better than him. Fucking bad. And I will be one day. Definitely one day. Slay the AK. Yeah, this is my day. Yeah, Top Dog's day, bitch. <laughs> well, he definitely, I mean, he definitely rapped a lot. He raps, I mean, it's good. Again, it's so distracting, the mouth. I can't, I can't get past the teeth. Seems worth it. There we go, Rapping there's my, my boy. Rapping on my song. Seems worth it. it. Walking down the streets. Yep. Walking down the streets. Walking, Walking down the streets, yeah. Seems worth it. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, there's our dude. So the top, what were you fixated on? I got it. Teeth. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think about that. They're really bad. I mean, yeah, but that could be part of the hook of the, like, you know. Should we call it DJ Badmouth? Not DJ Dadmouth. That was great. That's really good. We should suggest that. Yeah. I mean, that was terrible to watch. But see, here's the thing. If you embrace it, it's like you embrace a... Yeah. Like, um, what's the lady? She has kind of crooked teeth. Which one? Uh, she's a, you know... Do you, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Jewel. Jewel. Oh, yeah. Snaggletooth. Yeah. So yeah. there was a time years ago when she was going to fix 
her teeth. Oh, yeah, no, no. And her fan base flipped out. No way. It's like Barbara Streisand's nose. Everyone told her to get a nose job. She was like, no fucking way. And now people love it. Just like me with my quadruple D tits. Super slut, <laughs> 15 D tits. Yeah. I really, the more pregnant I become, I, the more I feel like Doc the Bounty Hunter's wife. It's not a good look. <laughs> I just feel like you I look, look great. Longer. You look great. No, but you know what I mean. The the, the bigger they get, the bigger I get. I'm yeah, like, you got oh, big old man. knockers. You're gonna feed a whole bunch of babies with those titties. Fuck, dude. Yeah, you got big old titties. Oh my god, we were watching Dark. Oh, Jesus Christ! I can't watch Missing Kids, dude. Okay, so if you haven't seen Dark, it's on Netflix. Dork. Dork. It's dork sided, but. It became, it's kind of been this international, you know, sensation. I've heard a lot of people talking about it. One thing I'm fascinated by, I've never seen this on Netflix, or really you don't see it that often uh, if you are watching programming at all in the United States, when a foreign show has dubbed (laughs) as opposed to subtitles. It's rare. But I have a theory on this. My theory is this. Well, because they have a lot of subtitled stuff. Yeah. Like Netflix, it's not uncommon to see subtitles. I think my guess, and I want to I want to research and find out if this is true, that they dubbed as opposed to subtitled because through their own research found that Americans didn't want to listen to German. It's a beautiful language. I think that's where I really How think dare that's you. Why. I'm offended. I study German and college is a beautiful Other, language. Because why would they? Because there's a bunch of shows with subtitles. <laughs> like, why would they do that if that's not the case? <laughs> ich habe einen why is Narcos all in Spanish and subtitled? <sighs> I don't know. I mean, my guess is Narcos a bigger show as Dork. Narcos? Meaning, is, is it bigger huge. than Dork? Oh, yeah. I don't know, dude. I mean, it's fucking... I don't like it. It always reminds me of those KTLA morning movies where they used to play Pippi Longstocking, and then they dub her shit over. And, and I don't like... like the lips not moving I don't right? like watching things not match up. I admit that. Yeah, it But it is easier more. to follow. You end up being lost in the I mean, story. but there's so many Latin... I mean, so many Latin people in the U.S. Right. Yeah, maybe we're just more used to hearing That's Spanish. That's what I'm saying. And I feel like Americans for the most part, are like, what the fuck? Or maybe they found that people were clicking off the show because it was subtitled. There you go. And they're like, no, this is such a good show. We need people to be watching. Actually, the first time we tried watching Dork, uh, the subtitle feature wasn't working. Really? Yeah. We tried watching it twice, and they just weren't coming up. Like, it wasn't working at all. And it was all in Usen Eisen? It was all in Sprechen Sie Deutsch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be a You have to get in Bavarian barnyard. What's the barnyard? Okay. Why don't we just wrap it up, man? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Try it out. Um, try it out. Piss on me, beat me. Piss on us, beat us. Try it out. Uh, thanks, as always, for listening to the show. Thanks for watching on YouTube's. The um, We have some great guests coming up in um, the next few weeks. Your emails are always appreciated. The email address is yourmomspodcast at gmail.com. There's no house in that email. It's yourmomspodcast. Um, Christina, you got to tell us next week about this uh, show you did <laughs> oh with uh, Gal Godot. It's, um, someone said this to me on Twitter, and I've heard it before. I apparently look like the girl from, in Supergirl, and that photo... 
It really does. I was like, oh my God, did someone Photoshop me? Yeah. Her mouth it's and her, her eyes. Mouth and stuff. Yeah. yeah. She's it's got this expression. Similar here. face. How yeah, funny. But she's missing something else. No tits. I do love that Gal Gadot. Yeah, she's sweet. You got to see Wonder Woman. It's so good. Yeah, this girl's got hungry. Hungry tits. Feed them. I look at your chest and there's nothing there. She got hungry tits. Take a spoon and make your titties eat. Um, all right, we got to get going. Thank you for listening. TomSegura.com, uh, Christina P. Online. Uh, hungry tits. Is that it, dog cunt? Is that all we're doing? <laughs> Uh, here's Dog Hunt by Brassica. We'll see you next week. We got some, we got a good one for you next week. All right. Love you. Bye, guys. Nice on a hot day. Fuck you.